Welcome to Mac and Jack Talks NBA. Happy New Year's, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite basketball host from Vancouver, BC, Canada. Mac and Jack talks NBA. We welcome our fans and new listeners to the new year, January first, twenty twenty-two. No days off for us. We are ringing in the New Year's with all you people. So, the topic of this week, we want to discuss one of the most admired players of all time, LeBron James, who just recently turned age thirty-seven. He had another forty-plus point game. So recently, Lakers played. The Portland Trailblazers. What do you have to say about that game, Jack? Before we talk about the game, we want to welcome our new peeps from Sweden. Those IKEA, the Swedish meatballs, and Indonesia, Jakarta. Thank you for our new listeners. We hope you stay with us and start off the new year strong together. That game. You you hear my side? That's what I'm. That's my overall feel about that game. The Lakers team team twenty six defense versus the league team twenty seventh defense of the Portland Trail Blazers. I would like to swear, but this is a PG friendly channel. But we'll keep it at that, you know. Because and there's only 30 teams in the league, so it's pretty much the last three team defense versus the last four teams defense. So that was spectacular to watch. I I saw I saw a lot of great defense there, you know. But happy birthday to LeBron turning age 37. It doesn't seem like father time has stopped LeBron James because LeBron James put on a clinic clinic show, you know. He was teaching the players from the Portland Trail Blazers this is how you condition your body. This is how you take care of your body. This is how important taking care of your body is. Continue working on your craft. You're still able to play at a high level at age 37. So, LeBron scored 43 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. But what was most impressive was 0 turnovers. 0 turnovers. And LeBron only played 29 minutes. 29 minutes. 29 minutes. So what I saw was, for the Lakers side, technically it was pretty much what I saw from both sides. But most likely, what was more visible visible and towards the Lakers side was, it was iso ball for LeBron James and Malik Bunk and Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook was very proud of his little transition, a pop stop, iso around the free throw line mid-range jumper. 
I saw that confidence. Yet I also saw that disgusting shot against Damian Lillard. He was trying. Uh, Russell Westbrook was trying to post up Damian Lillard. In the end, all he got was a backboard. And then afterwards, he also tried to do another post up. But I think he, I thought he, I think he developed the yips or something. So he just decided to lay it in and hook it in and stuff for the next several shots. Russell Westbrook, I don't know what's your problem. I don't know what can save you at this point of your career, but you do you, man. I I'm pretty sure you're so proud of your little triple double that you got in that game against almost dead last defense, uh, Portland Trailblazers, with your 15 points, 12 assists, 13 rebounds, two steals, and four turnovers. Malik Monk, though, wowza, like he contributed 18 points. Four rebounds, but he didn't just contribute by ISO. What he did was he was driving in, kicking it out to LeBron James to the corner three. I'm pretty sure LeBron had four th- made three pointers before the second half of the game. By the second half of the game, that just comes to show you that Portland Trails Blazers defensive scheme, whatever they were planning. Clearly, it didn't work on LeBron James when LeBron James was having such a great feel from a three-pointer line. Malik Monk was impressive because he made that one crazy circus acrobatic reverse. And I, I think that Stanley Johnson is a keeper for Russell Westbrook because it seems like Stanley Johnson was a benefit for towards... Russell Westbrook's playmaking abilities because there are several plays where I saw Russell Westbrook asking for a a screen from Stanley Johnson and then Stanley Johnson set that nice screen for and then Russell Westbrook just dished dimed it to Stanley Johnson for the easy two. That's how Stanley Johnson got 10 points in total. So that comes to show you that the, Sta- the Stanley Johnson and Russell Westbrook connection got that going. Get that going, you know? But what was most impressive was Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony, despite being another age 37 player, year old player, he had 16 points, 4 of 7 from the three-pointer line. That comes to show you that Trailblazers defense on the three-point line just doesn't work. What were they even doing? Were they were they sleeping? Were they even trying? Even the commentators from the Lakers side was saying LeBron is displaying a, a, a displaying this game like it's a high school game. I'm pretty sure Bronny James Jr. had the same feels, you know, when his little fanboys, you know, the Bronny James Jr., you know, like, I'm pretty sure LeBron James had many feels, same feels to that. He's like, yeah, great way to celebrate my birthday or the day after my birthday. Great way to start the New Year's Eve decimating the Portland Trail Blazers. I'm not sure what was wrong with the Trail Blazers side, but 
Damian Lillard, I think he's still dealing with some nagging injuries that he sustained from since the Olympics. Because Damian Lillard's three-point percentage this year is at, a, is at a career low, 32%. While he's still giving you 24 points, I think the chances of Damian Lillard making all-star this year is really dim. Not because you have an uprising Ja Morant, who is balling out of his mind. Donovan Mitchell, who has also been making a solid statement on why the Utah Jazz is a a threat towards being a title contender. So I think that Damian Lillard's chances of making All-Star this year, very dim. But that doesn't matter. I still love you, Dame. We go through the highs and lows, you know. At the end of the day, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Chauncey Billups' new system kinda swing you off because if you had to beat the main defender against LeBron in the first quarter, you know that Chauncey Billups Chauncey Billups' defensive scheme ain't working. The first five points that LeBron scored was all on Damian Lillard. Sad. A 6-8 bull. Bulldozing over. I wouldn't say a twig. <laughs> because a twig would even do better than Damian Lillard. But you can't blame Dame, you know. Tony to, Tony Snell was all, Tony Snell was also sleeping on LeBron James. Larry Nance Jr. was also also slow too. I don't know what I was watching, you know. Like you you can tell I'm really dumbfounded when you when you see me saying lots of un- you know in this episode. I don't even know what I watched. <laughs> Jack's New Year's resolution is to stop saying you know on this podcast. <laughs> I am in almost total agreement with Jack. I sighed a lot watching quote-unquote highlights. There were only three players that made it feel like they played well. One, obviously, LeBron James. Two, Malik Monk played pretty well for his average. And Carmelo Anthony on the Lakers side. And for the Portland Trailblazers, if I had to choose anyone, possibly Ben McLemore. But in my opinion, he didn't even play that well. Obviously, the Portland was struggling generating anything at all, any offense, any defense. And McLemore in the first half was the only lone player that could generate some sort of offense outside of the below average subpar playing of Damian Lillard some surprising facts is if you watch any of the blocks as an indicator of defense Portland Trailblazers had I believe zero blocks yeah they have one from Norm Powell and one from Smith so none from Larry Nance Jr your center, none from Tony Snail, your 
power forward who was guarding LeBron James, and clearly none from Damian Lillard who was also guarding LeBron James. It was so sad watching LeBron have all these open dunks straight down the middle, clearly uncontested. He might as well have been playing against Bronny James Jr.'s opponents. High school kids. What else was disgusting was just watching the lack of energy, the non-shooting from both teams, having analyzed two great teams and well-coached teams, the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors the week before, if you remember our last episode, to watching these ranked 10th, ranked 13th offense and ranked 26th and 27th defense. It was difficult to watch. No V-cuts, no flex picks, no hammer plays, no running off the curl, no misdirections, no pick and pop. It, it, it was... It was almost nothing. There was just no continuity in the offense. It was all throw it again to LeBron James in a high post and let him operate. And I I don't know. It's Dwight Howard's not playing. Anthony Davis is out, injured. It, Trevor Reza's super old now. I don't see this team really improving much. I know they traded Rondo away for a shooter, but I don't I don't think that's the answer. I don't know what the answer is. I wish Damian Lillard would have left the Portland Trails Blazers in the offseason and joined the Lakers. Clearly that didn't happen. I think Chauncey Billups his career for coach is going to be very short unless he has a miraculous turnaround. And that is really all we want to talk about this game. Something a bit more positive that Jack and I found out was the ticket sales for some of these games on the NBA.com actually can go as low as $2. This is January 3rd on Monday, Utah at New Orleans at 5 p.m. Tickets are as low as $2. And some games, Atlanta at Portland are low as $3. And my God, Minnesota LA Clippers or the Crypto Arena is at low as $5. This is not an ad, but if if the if the ticket on the NBA wants to give us a shout out on sponsor sponsorship, we will gladly take it. And I wish I was in Portland right now, so on January third, Jack and I could pay six total dollars, which is probably equivalent to one hot dog, to watch Damian Lillard. I'm pretty sure a hot dog and popcorns are much more expensive than that, those tickets combined. That's why I said just one. That's why I said just one hot dog shared between us. So, thank you. Welcome joining us on January 1st. We hope everyone stays safe. Have a really happy and awesome year celebrating with your friends and family. And bless y'all. We are signing off. See you next week. Thanks for listening. This is the end of today's episode. Please like, share with friends, and subscribe.